Hi, my name is Susie. I'm a cruise act and travel agent and welcome to my very first podcast. Countdown Travels podcast will be a weekly podcast for you. Nothing but cruise and travel talk, cruise updates, cruise tips, cruise stories, and more. So let's get started with episode number one. My name is Susie. I'm a cruise act and travel agent and welcome to my podcast, Countdown Travels. This is episode one and in episode one, I'm going to be talking about who the heck is cruising Susie? How did I become to be this? Why did I call myself cruising Susie? And who am I? Why am I making this podcast? So hang tight because On this episode, I'm going to be talking about who I am. So why cruising Susie? Um, It sounds kind of funny and silly, doesn't it? I know it does. And as a matter of fact, I will share with you guys, it, it started off as a joke. Back when my husband and I used to cruise a lot before we had children, our friends used to like joke around like, oh, you guys are going on another cruise. And, you know, happily, I'd say, yes, I'm going on another cruise. And I just decided that... Going on cruises was really the type of vacation that we really enjoyed. We really enjoyed being out in the ocean. We really enjoyed being on a cruise ship. And it came to the point where we were cruising so much. This is before we had children that my friends started to call me Cruising Susie. And it started off as a joke. And I thought, ha ha, funny, funny. I really didn't take it to heart or I didn't really like take offense to it. But you know, this was kind of silly. This is before I decided to work in the travel business long, long ago. So I embraced it. I mean, kind of sounds rhymy and um, I was okay with it. And so many years later, I didn't realize how that name would come back and make like a 360 in my life. And I'm going to explain that later on in this episode. So when did my love for cruising begin? It began when my husband and I decided to book a honeymoon cruise. We got married November 2002 and we didn't know anything about the cruise industry. I just knew that I wanted to be on a ship. So I found a cruise with Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines that um, I think it's, we sailed from, gosh, I don't even remember where we sailed from. I think maybe Miami. We did a red eye, which I hate. <laughs> I think I've only, I recently did a red eye and I was like, why did I do a red eye? Well, we did a red eye. We had a four hour layover in St. Louis, by the way, which was awful. It was like at 3am I was dying and we boarded Monarch of the Seas, which to me was like, ginormous ship back then. And we did a four night cruise (laughs) from Florida, um, took us to Cozumel, Mexico and Key West on Monarch of the Seas. We, I remember we had an ocean view stateroom because I still have a picture of me that I'm sitting on the, the window sill area. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And we had a blast. I mean, I still can remember, I can close my eyes and remember going to Key West. We walked, um, what is it called? Duval Street. And we had key lime pie. We went to the most southern point of the United States. We took a picture there. And in Cozumel, we went to Tulum. Um, my cousin ended up buying us one of the shore excursions to the cruise line as a, a present. And 
we explored the loom. And I just remember thinking, my gosh, this is amazing. Like we can go to different destinations on one trip, enjoy being on the ship. I fell in love with the concept of being out in the water and not having to clean and not having to cook. And so from there, it just started. It was like, okay, when's our next one? And our next one. And I think that I know we didn't take a cruise in 2003, but in 2004, if my memory serves me well, we went on Vision of the Seas. We went on, I think we went on Monarch a few times. We also then followed after that. Like I was just like, okay, when's the next one? And Radiance. And we did a few Carnival. And then it just kind of continued. Like every year, I'd want to go on a cruise. In 2005, our son was born. And so things kind of slowed down a little bit, but we still cruised with him. His first cruise was on the Radiance of the Seas. And then we did Disney and Carnival Paradise. And so we just tried to incorporate cruising as much as we could. We really didn't have the financial means to cruise as often, but I would save up. I would pay that deposit. And little by little, I would just get us on a ship, get the kids on a ship and really incorporate that into our lives. So how does this connect now? Where am I at now? Because now it's 2022. I'm sitting here talking to a microphone and hopefully somebody's listening. And how much has my life changed now that I actually am looking to have a successful podcast? Let me backtrack. So I'm Susie. Um, My name is Susie Flores. I am almost 45 years old. I live in California. I am married and I have two biological children of my own. I adopted our niece, who is three. And my life has been somewhat of a whirlwind. Nothing I expected. I went to college. I have a bachelor's degree. And what I had envisioned for myself is not necessarily how my life turned out. I used to work in social work. I did 13 years of um, working in an outpatient mental health facility in the LA area. And I thought my career was going to be in social work. I saw myself, you know, just getting a master's degree, getting my LCSW, running a program. And I was happy. I was genuinely like, truly like so content with myself as a woman. And in 2011, um, that all came to a crashing halt. Our son, who is now 16, at the time was five, uh, was unable to stay in the after-school program, so I could not work full-time. And at that time, my husband was making way more money than I was. We didn't have, like, daily childcare for him, and so I had to quit my social work career. Our son, who is now 16 at the time, when he was five when he was in kinder, um, We found out a few years before he had been diagnosed with autism. And so the after-school program that he was attending could not help him. They didn't know how to help him. And so we had to sacrifice and make that change from being a stay-at-home mom to now, you know, being, um, I mean, a working mom to a stay-at-home mom. And so in 2011, summer 2011, I um, became a stay-at-home mom to the two kids. So my son was five, my daughter was three, and my life completely went just in ways, you guys, that I never imagined I would it would be. I mean, I was coupon shopping. Do you remember 
back, I don't know, like 10, over 10 years ago, people were crazy coupon shopping. I became one of those. I had a huge stockpile. I would like get so many copies of the Los Angeles Times to get the coupon inserts. I would go to all the grocery stores that would like double the coupons. And I did, I knew all the hacks of how to legally, you know, purchase things that are, were very cheap because quite frankly, we went from two incomes to one and I needed to do my part to help out. And I went through kind of a really dark place for those, I would say two years. Gosh, I know I would, you know, be with my kids and I'd go to the store and see women walking around with dress suits and they were looking like, walking around like, Hey, I'm here to get coffee and going back to the office. And I missed my job. I missed my friends. I missed my life. I missed my identity. I became this person that was just at home watching morning shows and cleaning and cooking and chasing after my kids. I'm like, who am I? Why? This is not who I am. I am more than this. I went to college. I wanted a career. I wanted a life for myself and a life and not to shame anyone who has that life, but that was not my life. That is not what I wanted for myself. And so fast forward, you know, about eight years after that, actually less than that, about six years from the day that I quit my social work career, we, my husband got a, an opportunity to work. Um, I live now in the middle of California because he works in the food business and this brought us out to an area of California that uh, homes are affordable. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. We're going to move now. We got to do it. And we move out here six months after we moved out here. My husband was let go. He basically got used by the company, passed a huge audit for this food business. And so here we are, comes home. My husband comes home. We had lived out here for six months. This was back in 2016, I believe. And he's like, Susie, we have to move back to L.A. I said, we are not moving back to L.A. For what? So that we can rent a dingy apartment and pay $2,000 a month? I said, I am not moving back to L.A. I said, my husband, I said, I have a bachelor's degree. What can I do that still allows me to be available to the children and still help out with some income? Because he, he was scared. I was scared. I didn't know what we we're going to do, where we we're going to live, how we're we going to support our family. So I started substitute teaching because I had credentials. I passed this test and I started working for the school district. And guess what? I never imagined in a million years that I would think about possibly working in education. And actually, I was really good at it. I was like, oh, okay. Like I could maybe see myself doing this. I explored the different avenues of how to get a teaching credential. And I after research, figured out that it was going to cost me about $20,000. And at the end of the day, you know, I kept on coming back to my passion is in travel. My passion is in cruising. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Am I really going to spend another $20,000 to get teaching credentials to teach, to start? You guys, I was already, what, in my early 40s? Like, no way. I can't do this. I know I'm good at it. I know they want me. The principals in my area, they're like, Susie, you need to get your teaching credentials. We want you. We'll hire you. You have a job. But the cruise line industry kept calling my name. And I don't mean like anyone was really calling my name, but in my heart, like travel kept on calling my name. So I took a leap of faith in 2019. <laughs> I know what you guys are thinking. Listen to this. In 2019, I tell my husband, I'm sitting by my computer. And I said to him, give me a year 
2019. Think about that for a second, okay? Give, give me a year to see if I can actually be a successful travel agent. And if in this year, if after a year, I, I'm a complete bust, I will go and get my teaching credentials. And he said, okay. Little did I, <laughs> I'm laughing about it now because I mean, honestly, we all laugh about it right now. You guys know what happened after 2019. The pandemic hits 2020. I, you know, I had a good start in 2019. I was booking cruises. I had a really big uh, group of friends. We all went on the Carnival Panorama, January 2020. Little did we know that two months later, we would be in the situation with COVID in our lives. And then, and then I navigated through what all of us working in travel, endless hours of cancellations, rebooking, cancellations and refunds and future cruise credits and that complete mess of what COVID caused. A shutdown to the cruise industry, not knowing when it's going to come when we're going to get out of it, when are the cruise lines going to start up again? I really thought for sure, like maybe a couple months. You guys know that it didn't work out like that. Gosh, it was over a year. And meanwhile, I'm like, what do I do? Do I quit? Should I continue going? What, what, what? I just started my business and then 2020 hits. But I pushed through. I dealt with them. I, I kid you not. I think my longest whole time with one of the cruise lines was six hours before I got to talk to anyone. And if you work in travel, you know exactly how hard it was. And it, even still, I, I was on Princess. I was on hold with Princess Cruise Lines last weekend, three hours and 20 minutes, three hours and 20 minutes. So it's still it's still going on, but we're obviously in a much better place. So 2020 hits. I'm navigating through all that, not giving up. I continue pushing my social media because that's just who I am. I, I'm one of the biggest extroverts out there. I'm kind of honestly like I'm kind of a little envious of people that can kind of pull it together, but I have no filter. I've been told it's a bad thing, but I have no way of controlling it. I really don't. Like I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeves. I'm an emotional mess many of the times. I'm passionate. I'm caring. Like what? Who I am is what you get. And that's how I'm running my business as well. So, you know, I keep on pushing through social media. I have a very slow growing Instagram account. I'm just shy of 5,000 followers right now. I'm happy because I'm not giving up on cruise travel. I'm continuing to talk about it. I'm continuing to support it. I'm part of CLIA. I'm just really pushing through these times of uncertainty uncertainty because we never know like we didn't know what was going to happen finally june or it was actually may may 2021 last year my good friend liz who is cruise five repeat on instagram we became friends from instagram she works for JetBlue and she's also a travel agent and um, we had met up at disney world in november 2020 we took the kids the teenagers to disney world and I met up with her and we just, we just connected. We just clicked. So I told Liz, I said, Hey, the first sailing out, we're going to go on it. And she's like, okay. So we ended up booking Adventure of the Seas, uh, Royal Caribbean's Adventure of the Seas, June, 2021, first sailing from Nassau, Bahamas. 
literally we were up like right when the bookings opened up. We snagged a balcony stateroom and off we go. Off we go to the Bahamas on the Adventure of the Seas, a seven night cruise. And my goodness, that is a cruise I will never, ever, ever forget in my life. I remember going live on my Instagram when we were up in the Lido and I just bawled like the kind where you're like, you can't breathe bawling from just everything, like realizing everything that we had gone through since the year before and just being so grateful, you know, that we were on a ship again, that things were coming back to normal. You know, so many of us dealt with, I I really, you know, struggled with um, this pandemic, not because any of us really got very sick, thank goodness, but the mental health aspect of this, you know, pandemic has really affected my my family that I, I really don't want to go into here, but it just, it all kind of like came to a crashing halt when I was standing there on the Lido, on the adventure. And I just remember thinking, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. And I, you know, after that cruise, my business rocketed. I mean, I was like nonstop busy booking cruises and continuing to not give up and, you know, people allowing me to assist them. And it just grew and I got to meet so many content creators and people in the cruise industry, people that work for the cruise lines. And I was like, how is this really my life? You know, it's just pure passion for the cruise industry, pure passion for the travel industry and really wanting to grow and learn as a travel advisor, really wanting to navigate through everything to really share my love of the cruise industry, the way that the cruise industry has given it back to me. And so I, here I am continuing to grow. And meanwhile, though, we're still at home dealing with, you know, this, uh, outcome of this pandemic and being pulled in a hundred different directions, especially with the schools, because we're short staffed. We don't have enough teachers, you know, and I kept on getting the text, the call, Susie, we need you. So I ended up in the middle of the pandemic teaching third grade on Zoom for an entire school year because they needed me. And and then I taught sixth grade just recently for several months because they didn't have a teacher and I felt bad. I really, I, I love teaching. I just love my travel job more. And I know that our kids have really gone through a lot and I did it for them. You know, I did it for our community. Um, but, you know, I knew that it was not a long-term thing for me. And so I'm working two full-time jobs and really just hoping that Starbucks gets me through. And then, you know, I start thinking I'm growing on Instagram. I'm getting business from Instagram, but people keep on saying how TikTok needs to be a way to really um, promote yourself. And I venture into the world of TikTok, which I think is a whole episode in itself, because quite frankly, People are ruthless over there. I mean, I I remember I posted a video January 2020, which is this year. Um, we went on Navigator of the Seas and I posted a video saying, I'm on a ship. I'm fine. You know, I got so many comments like, oh, you're going to die. You're so selfish. How could you do that to your children? And it just kind of started snowballing from there. And I think now I'm up to 31,000 followers on TikTok, which was great because I'm focusing 
on the positive side of cruising and using it more as an informational tool, an educational tool. Um, obviously, some sharing some really cool videos that I have. I take all my videos and stuff on my iPhone. I have a GoPro. I haven't figured out how to use it yet, though. I will one day. And just using it more to share the positive side of cruising rather than, you know, the media always tends to downplay or not downplay. They, they, they try to bring down the cruise industry. And so I'm doing the opposite with my social media, especially on TikTok. So that is kind of how my business has grown through social media and meeting so many people and becoming friends with my clients. And it is kind of like, is this really my life? Like, I cannot believe like how everything has turned around for me because I never thought that I would be sitting here talking to a microphone, you know, with the sound equipment that I'm still learning how to use because of the cruise industry. So what now? So when I started this business, I was, uh, I just came up with a name. You guys, I literally was like, what am I going to name myself? What am I going to name myself? Vacations by Susie. Done. I searched the URL on GoDaddy and I'm like, ah, oh, this looks good. Fine. Um, since then, <laughs> since my business has grown, I have brought on two sub agents and they can't, they're not called Susie. So I'm in the process of switching my business name to Countdown Travels because um, on my Instagram account, I'm always talking about having a countdown clock to your next cruise. And so here we are, Countdown Travels. I have two sub-agents that work with me and I am continuing to push through just things that I never thought that I would be doing. And I, it's just really a surreal place in my life. I'll be 45 in a few weeks. And I sometimes pinch myself and think, I cannot believe that this is my life. And I'm so incredibly blessed. I'm so incredibly blessed to have made so many new friends, to have just the knowledge and the experience and the opportunities. It's just not about being on a cruise. It's everything that comes along with being in this, in this business. And just, I mean, the connection that we make, you know, because of this industry is unparalleled and really quite frankly priceless and so yes here is um a little introduction it's about what almost a 25 minute introduction of who i am and what is this channel going to be all about well let's talk about that for a second because i think it's super important now that you know a little bit more about me i want to share what my thoughts are with my podcast of countdown travels so I, I want to use this as a weekly um, informational slash fun educational podcast that you can listen to on your way to work because I love podcasts. There's so many that I love listening to and I feel like it is not a saturated market to talk about the things that we're passionate about like cruising and I really feel that I would probably do a pretty good job. So here I am and we I, my goal is to have one episode a week. And then um, once a month, bring a special guest. And I already have, you guys, some amazing special guests lined up. I'm lucky to have made friends with a lot of people in the cruise industry. So you best be sure that you're going to have some amazing guest speakers here on Countdown Travels podcast. So there's so much more to come. I really hope that you enjoy this. Please let me know what you think. Share with me. I'm really open to constructive criticism and feedback 
and really let me know what it is that you want from my podcast, because it's going to be different. It's going to be um, something that's unique to me. Obviously, I don't have a problem talking because I can <laughs> definitely talk a long time, but I want this to be fun, productive, educational, um, a little bit of storytelling and just really a positive place that we can come and talk about cruise and travel. So again, thank you so much for listening to this and really hoping that um, we have success with Countdown Travels podcast. And I would really appreciate again, if you can share and uh, like, <laughs> is that what we're supposed to say? Uh, because there will be an episode two. So stay tuned for more. And until then, uh, take care and we will talk to you guys soon. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Countdown Travels. If you are as excited as I am about this new podcast, I would love it if you could possibly like, share, and subscribe to my podcast. I'm seriously so pumped about bringing you some weekly cruise content, and I thank you for listening today. Until then, how many days until your next cruise countdown?